Hello and welcome back to our podcast, The Prosecco Sessions, a weekly podcast discussing a host of topics over a glass of fizz or two. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Laura and this week I'm joined by my lovely co-host Kat. Unfortunately, Pippa can't be with us this week, but that's because she's currently sunning herself on holiday. However, she will be returning to join us with next week's topic. In the meantime, we thought we'd um, talk about something that's been quite topical for the pair of us in the last couple of months. We've both had a couple of holidays come back and talked about the fact that we've had a little bit of a break from social media. And I found quite an interesting statistic which said that the rates of anxiety and depression have increased 70% in the last 25 years. And it kind of got me thinking, and it's something that we've been discussing between us, as to whether social media has a lot to do with that. So our topic today is the rather dramatically titled, Is Social Media Ruining Our Lives? So let's get started. So Kat, I suppose to get started, it'd be quite good if we just sort of shared what sort of social media apps we both use, because I was starting to list out the ones or think of the ones that I use. And I thought, oh God, the list is quite long actually. So what sort of social media apps do you use? Well, I don't think I use quite as many as you, I must admit, looking at your list, but <laughs> I use, you know, the obvious ones like Facebook. Um, Instagram is the one I'm most addicted to. And then obviously Twitter, WhatsApp, um, Snapchat and Pinterest and LinkedIn. What about you? Yeah, so actually I think we're kind of on a par. Um, so my main two are definitely Twitter and Instagram. They're the ones that I quite obsessively check throughout the day. I've got Facebook as well, which was my main social media probably about five or six years ago but now all I really use it for is just to either view some like family news if something big happens like a wedding or something um, or just to look at viral videos that people post. WhatsApp I kind of consider as social media and I know that in some studies it's it's considered a social media so that is something that I'm on throughout the day to keep in contact with people. I actually find WhatsApp to be one of the most stressful ones because of the group chats. Like if your phone just keeps pinging, 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 that just stresses me out. So I tend to mute a lot of the conversations and then just go to them when I want to read them. So it's not distracting me and not making me feel under pressure to be on my phone and checking the messages all the time. Yeah, I think it's one of those, I will check it to see if something's going on that needs my attention. Like if someone is going help i really need someone to speak to about this then yeah i will try and be there if i can or offer something or at least explain myself if i can't be involved in the conversation but for general day-to-day -day stuff it's just a case of sorry guys i'm at work yeah i'll catch up later pinterest i i use that as ki kind of a handy tool so i don't really pin stuff myself anymore i used to yeah. do it through blogging but i kind of just thought god it's just another thing to have to do and there was a pressure that I felt to keep on pinning and keep up there with my boards and keep them current. And I just kind of went, no, actually, 
occasionally I just want to go on there and say I want ideas for a vegan salad <laughs> just give me some ideas and that's how I use that one now so that's a bit more um I, I think what you're what you're probably referring to is the fact that I put Vero on my little list when I was brainstorming yeah. for this that I'll was just what is Vero <laughs> oh, did you not sign up to it oh so... my god it's that one. Oh no yeah. I'm just sorry the 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 pennies dropped. I had it and was like, this is shit, delete. <laughs> I think I have just deleted it, but basically Vero was kind of lauded as the new app to take over Instagram and everyone was going, I don't really know a lot about it, but should I sign up to it? Should I not? And I went, well, I've never been like first in the door with any kind of app. I've always joined from the back and then been struggling to grow a following and all that sort of thing. So I thought... Mm maybe getting my foot in the door early and seeing how this app develops would be quite good. And I think a lot of people, certainly in the creative industry, did the same thing, jumped onto it. And then <laughs> after about a week, it just died to death. And as well, we already have so many apps to use and manage. <laughs> I don't need another one. Yeah. In my stressful little social folder on my phone. It's just like, no, I'm, I don't need any more. Thank you. <laughs> And that's the thing with me with Snapchat. I had Snapchat and I kind of liked it, but I was kind of annoyed at the fact that every single story on there was always with a filter on it. As soon as Instagram came out with their version of it, Instagram stories, I completely sacked off Snapchat. I pied it. No, I I was very against Instagram stories. I like they're just copying Snapchat. I'm really against it. I don't like the change. Instagram is fine as it is. And then I thought, oh, but it is just easier. And like I have more followers on Instagram and they're the people that are more interested. Snapchat's just, I don't know. I ne never felt like you got a lot of following through it. So slowly, slowly, I kind of disappeared from Snapchat. I still got it, but I don't, wouldn't say I use it that often. Here's a statistic for you then, which I was very surprised at. So I did a little bit of research and globally, Instagram's monthly users has gone up to 700 million in 2017. Woo! That's an increase of 200 million on the past year. So in the UK alone, there's 16.7 million of us using it at the moment, or that, that was a figure taken last year, so it's probably gone up even further by that. And That's not, insane. I know, just looking at pictures on Instagram. And that think, is mental. <laughs> I don't know what the population is now. I always think of it being at around 60 million. So that's that's almost a third of the entire population on Instagram. That's mental. I I just can't really get my head around it. And yet, what's, what are we actually doing on it? We're just scrolling, double tapping to like things and writing the odd thing here and there. And yet we're all so glued to it. It is bizarre when you actually break it down and think about it. Yeah. It is just an app on your phone. It's not, it's not real. A lot of stuff that people put on there isn't real or is very much tailor-made, as we mentioned before, when we were talking about Instagram versus reality in another episode. So it's it's bizarre when you actually sit and think about it. I can understand people being addicted to food, things like that. And like some people obviously have addictions to alcohol and, and substance abuse and things like that. Fair enough, I, I understand that more because it's something that your body craves. 
but instagram it's just bizarre hmm. so to be fair they're probably not all addicted to instagram <laughs> that's just how many people are signed up to it i think um, true and, and using true. it but yeah i think quite a high proportion of people will be quite compulsive about it um so yeah. certainly the people i hang out with um no offense cat but i think yeah. we're all, we're all quite similar we're all into instagram and i have kind of really been sitting back and thinking what is it that i like about it so much because as much as i do love it i find that it is making me I don't know, I don't feel like it's particularly good for my mental health, which, as we said at the intro to this episode, you know, we've been talking about this a little bit recently. Um, and I think we've both been through periods where we've said to each other on our chats, okay, guys, I'm, I'm having a bit of a time out. I'm going to take myself off of social media and take myself out of the group chats and just have some time to myself. And it's like quite telling that we have to do that now. To, mm. to help ourselves to feel better in certain situations and that we're actually now able to recognize that it's social media and things like Instagram that are contributing to us not feeling as good as we should. For the first time in about three and a half years I just haven't had much time at all to even think about planning anything for my blog let alone creating some pretty pictures for Instagram or doing any of that sort of thing. And any natural things that I'm doing, I haven't gone, oh, I'll, I'm going to take a picture of this and record it. I've just had to get on and do it because it's been so busy. And thinking back on it, I'm like, I don't really know whether I've missed out on anything by not recording it all and, and not keeping up with my Instagram account. Yeah, I mean, what you say about, you know, in normal day-to-day -day life, not getting your phone out, don't you find that you'll take, say, I don't know, You've gone to the beach of the day and you've got a nice ice cream and it looks pretty and you think, oh, that'd be really good for Instagram. You take a picture of it. It feels like nowadays we're only taking a photo of it to put it on Instagram. It's not for, oh, I'm going to look back through my pictures on my phone and be like, oh, that was a nice ice cream. Like, it's like, it doesn't add anything to your experience. Yeah, I think it's... Then. I think it's the fact that I feel like I'm creating something more than it is now mm. and not getting to actually experience it in the moment because you know if, if you've ever tried to take a picture of a pretty ice cream at the seaside or something it starts to melt and you're like oh yeah. hold on I've just got to turn it around a bit because it's melting down this side and that doesn't look very pretty <laughs> and hold on no now it's not in focus can you just can you hold the camera because I've got this and it becomes this whole big deal and it's like oh no the angle's slightly wrong we'll just take another picture and oh look at those beach huts down there and by the time you've done it all your ice cream's melted and then you put the phone down and scoff your ice cream you don't get the same pleasure out of it and what no. I've been finding is that I've been having a lot more days where I just I really, really want to capture it on film because I think, oh my God, this would make an amazing Instagram picture or this is something I'd, I'd think would do really well. And getting myself out of that mindset and going, no, do you know what? Just enjoy it for what it is. It's, mm. it's so relaxing for me to have been able to do that a lot more. And I mean, it can definitely affect your interactions with people around you. So I find 
not just Instagram, but with all social media, because I feel like we're talking a lot about Instagram at the minute. Mm. If you've got like your WhatsApp going off, your Twitter, Facebook pinging at you, and I don't know, you've gone out for dinner with one of your friends, having a nice catch up, and you're glued to your phone, you're kind of half listening to that person and not taking everything in. And it can really ruin conversations. It affects your attention span. And I just feel like, you're not really engaging with people in real life if you're constantly checking apps and it is it is just kind of ruining like the here and now and, and the realness of, of friendship and things like that if you're just half listening to people not really taking everything in it is my biggest pet peeve i think when you go out with people you're there to go out and spend your time with them and mm. you expect that to be in return and most of my friends are really good for it. I have got a couple of friends who will not get off their phones. And it, mm. to me, it's really quite, I don't know, it's quite insulting to me. It's like, if you can't be fully committed to a conversation we have, what's the point in having it? I went to an event and it was like a cinema showing and um, a person just sitting a few rows up from me as soon as the film started, they got their phone out. And I was no. like, I was like, how can you do that during a cinema showing? Like, that, that's, to me, that's the sort of time where you just shut off everything from the outside world. And just mm. for an hour and a half, you just watch something on the big screen. And I was like, if you can't even leave your phone alone for that amount of time, there's something a bit wrong there. <laughs> yeah, it's like... They're, yeah they're trying to capture the moment but they're not actually living in them they're not appreciating it there and it's like they're looking but they're not really seeing what's in front of them mm. and i must admit i've been guilty for it um with having like a youtube channel and i enjoy vlogging and things like that when i've been on holidays for example or trips away i think oh i'll, I'll vlog this um my husband's had to say look Kat, you don't have to vlog everything just just chill out just put the camera down let's just enjoy having a nice drink not everyone needs to see that you're drinking a cocktail or, or whatever it is. Just enjoy the moment and be here with me rather than behind a lens or, or a phone or anything like that. So I think it can ruin events and things like that. And also it can um, affect like your relationships. I know you've mentioned before about like um, the Instagram husband phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so paranoid about it now. I mean, I know that I made quite a big mistake in my last relationship of being too into everything I was doing with my blog, with my social yeah. media. And I don't know, I, I was so interested in that that I kind of didn't really pay the same attention to the person I was with at the time. And there were reasons for that. But at the same time, it was like a pressure on our relationship by the end of it, because he very much saw it as you know you've, you've just got your head buried in a phone and if you haven't got your head buried in a phone it's asking me to take a picture of something or or of you and yeah I, I'm so conscious of that in my current relationship that I don't want to be like that and I don't want to have an Instagram husband who basically just has to follow me around and take pictures all the time and there's quite a funny video which I think most people will have seen but we'll link it below which is a, a kind of a parody of the Instagram husbands. You actually introduced me to it. I didn't know what an Instagram husband was until you told me. <laughs> oh, right. And I was like, oh my God, I do this to my husband. 
oh shit <laughs> and this is the thing it's so true and it kind of I laughed at it and I still laugh at it I find it very funny there's stuff in it where one of them is sat on a fire escape mm. and and the husband is taking the picture and she's going now a bit higher babe and so he climbs up a couple of steps and she's like no higher and by the end of it he's like leaning off of a drain pipe thing above her like trying to balance precariously to get this shot and it's very much oh god I've been in that sort of situation where I've been going to someone no no just tilt it slightly no now do this now do that I know I look stupid but it's going to look really good for the gram and then you think that's not really how I want to be spending my quality time with the people (laughs) that I'm with if you're spending half of your free time following someone around helping them to do their hobby I don't know I've, I've kind of changed my tune on that one yeah I mean I'll be honest there was a phase uh, looking back I cringe now but me and my husband have a dog called Harry he's on Instagram if you want to follow him <laughs> but um besides that we'd take the dog out for a walk and uh he'd be like right come on and we'll go and I'll walk down with a little outfit on his why are you dressed like that I'm like oh well you know, I thought we could just take a few pictures whilst we're out and you'd get so annoyed and be like, look, we're just going to walk the dog. It's not like a fashion shoot for goodness sake. And I had to stop in the end. And I, and looking back now, I'm like, yeah, that was a bit shitty. Like he just wanted to go for a nice walk and have a chat with me, not be like my personal photographer, you know, trying to get the right shot for my Instagram. It's really not on his agenda. And, it, and like you say, it's, it's not his hobby. Hmm. so why should I sort of put that on him so nowadays like I'll sort of pre-warn him and say look I want to you know take photos of this outfit would you mind or um like when we've been on holiday and stuff I'll say oh that looks really pretty that view and things like that can we just stop and take a few pictures but I don't make a whole thing out of it because it does it ruins his day out Hmm. and like spoils it so and it also puts pressure on them, I think, to get the right picture for you. Because if you don't like it, it I don't know, it, it must be quite infuriating be, being the person that has to take pictures for people like us that like creating. Yeah. Especially if you don't really get it. Not get it, but like, it's not your thing kind of thing. It's a bit different if you're like a friend who is a fellow blogger or Instagrammer to take them. It like, And you go out to do it specially or, I don't know, you've gone for lunch somewhere and and it's someone that wants to do that kind of thing. So when you kind of put it on people, it's I don't think it's very fair. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think that is the thing. I mean, so, so there's pros and cons. So for me, I'm really conscious of interacting with people that don't enjoy social media as much as I do. In, yeah. Or, or the way I interact with people in that I'm not going to shove a camera phone in in their face and go, can you just take a picture of me? Because it's almost like putting a barrier up and it's saying, let's stop everything that we're doing that's fun at the minute and can you just do this, which is going to be a bit boring for you, but I'm going to get a nice shot. And I think that's not for them. Whereas by the same token, with my friends who really love Instagram or social media or photography, then I know when I go to blogging events, we're all like so happy when someone goes can you take a picture <laughs> take a picture i'll take 20 for you love <laughs> you like oh, yeah because that's fun for bloggers and like people that like doing it it's, it is part of the enjoyment you're not stopping 
enjoying yourself to take pictures it's part of it isn't it so yeah and I, I get personal pleasure out of taking a really good shot of someone yeah I'm like, and do you want some of your shoes in your handbag as well and then they're like oh my god yes please and so like to me that is a really good day but I know that it's with certain people that I can do that and like I say it's the same as if my boyfriend was to talk to me about football then there'd come a point where I'd be like yeah you're talking to the wrong person yeah <laughs> because it just goes over my head and I kind of glaze over and that must be what it's like for them with social media stuff it's just kind of know and appreciate the people that you're with do you find it affects you like with sleep for instance and things like that like social media oh god yeah i mean we've talked about it on this pod podcast before the fact that we've all suffered from sleep deprivation and found that it's linked to the use of social media um so certainly for me one of the things i said about i can't remember what podcast it was on burnout burnout yeah so I said that I was going through a bit of a rough time and that I had been quite burnt, burned out and was feeling it. And so one of the things I was doing was getting an alarm clock so that I didn't have to have my phone by my bed. Because the mm. worst thing for me is when I go to bed at night. Uh, so I've got a boyfriend, but we live in separate places. So half the time I'm going to sleep on my own. And so I would just sit in bed with my phone going oh just one more thing and then it's always oh, I've checked Twitter I'll just go on to Instagram Instagram yeah yeah I'm up to date on that oh, I'll just go on to Facebook for a bit yeah oh, I'll just check Twitter again and I like consciously know that I'm doing it I'm sat there going why are you pressing this button Laura there's like no reason to do this so yeah I've got an alarm clock and I've dug out my Kindle which I hadn't I hadn't read a book for years. I always say, oh, I can't really, I don't have the time to read. So I just listen to audiobooks whilst I'm like multitasking with stuff. So yeah, I've been going to bed earlier, even though I'm not tired and just taking my Kindle with me. I've got my alarm clock set up so I don't have to have an alarm on my phone. And I find that I'm getting to sleep a lot earlier because I'm reading, it's relaxing me. Whereas if I'm on social media, it it kind of aggravates me. That's such a good idea. I really need to actually do that myself. Like from my point of view, when it comes to sleep, I I use my phone as an alarm clock. And I also have an alarm clock next to it. I just, I don't know, I'm really bad at waking up in the morning, so I have two. But um, because of like, I do quite early starts with my job. I find a lot of people are still up when I'm going to bed. So it's so tempting to sit and carry on the conversation when really I should be going to sleep and having my phone by my bed really doesn't help. Or if I wake up in the night, I've got a few friends that work shift or have just had babies and they're up in the night and I'll be chatting to them thinking, I really should go to sleep now. But it's just, it's it, and it is bad because then it has a knock-on effect with the next day I'll be knackered, I'll be in a ratty mood and then... I don't know, I'm probably exaggerating slightly now, but then you can like Facebook and Instagram and be looking at stuff. And I don't know, you see someone that looks amazing. And if you're feeling tired, it can like knock your self-esteem. 
and you can be comparing yourself and then you'll feel crappy and it can it really can have a snowball effect i think oh def definitely i mean for me one of the worst things is when you see something that's really quite negative just before you go to sleep so quite often i use social media to cheer me up or to distract mm. me if i'm worried about something and it can actually be really positive in that way for me but then by the same token i can be scrolling through social media and someone can share like a i mean i i follow a fair few vegans and i don't follow them the activists or anything like that but you know sometimes you just can't avoid something quite horrific on your twitter or your facebook feed and, yeah. I'll, and I'll just be happily scrolling, happily scrolling, and then I'll see something, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't stop thinking about that now, why did I have to see that? And you know, when you see that at 11.30 at night, it's not a good thing to have to go to bed on. I don't want to scare you, Kat, but I would recommend you to do a similar thing to what I'm doing. The reason I started doing it was because I found a bit of research on it, I was kind of curious and thinking, oh, I'm kind of feeling like social media is a bit damaging to me at the minute. There was a study done where they analysed the data from 91,000 middle-aged people. And the researchers found that those who had like a really poor sleep routine, so they were checking things like Facebook late, late at night, um, going onto social media, they were 6% more likely to suffer from depression. 11 oh my god! Yep. 11% more likely to have bipolar and overall when they were asked to score their happiness they were 9% lower overall than those who had a really good sleep routine. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to stop checking Facebook or any social media late at night to impose a ban on myself because I don't want to be depressed or be likely to have bipolar from checking social media like that is ridiculous i think it's one of those things where it's it's a study that was done and so how how reliable it is i mean it's a study of a quite a big group of people actually but yeah i kind of just pull the bits out of it that i want to and say you know i was feeling like something was a bit wrong with how much i was using social media and how i was feeling and so this kind of spoke to me and i was like I, I don't think it will cause you to have depression or cause you to be bipolar. But I think yeah. if you are predisposed to that sort of thing, excessive use and not getting enough sleep because you're you're blue lighting yourself is going to have a negative impact in that way because it's going to highlight some of those things. Yeah, I mean, spoken to a few people about um, things like Facebook, for instance, and they've completely deleted it. And they're like, my life is so much better without it. I don't feel the need to be on my phone as much. I get so much more done. I'm so much more productive. But also things like being they're more social because people can't see what you've been up to. So they're actually more engaging in conversation. Like, what have you been up to? Because they can't watch what you're doing. Whereas if they say, oh, what have you been up to? Oh, I went here. Oh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook oh yeah, I saw that on Facebook, it, it can kind of shut conversations down. So even though it's meant to be social, it can ruin like real interactions in, in real life with friends and family, I think. God, I've never really thought about it like that, but that's, yeah. Yeah, because you're just giving everything. There's nothing to have a conversation about. 
unless it's just referring to something that they've seen of you. So yeah, I am toying with deleting Facebook, if I'm totally honest. But then the positive of it is if you've got people that, you know, you don't see very often or they live abroad, for instance, it is a great way of keeping in contact. But then twisting it again, you can just have Facebook Messenger without having a Facebook profile. So you could just contact them via Messenger, but not have a profile and do it that way. But then who's to say you can't just WhatsApp them? So I don't know. I'll leave that with people to, to see what they think. I mean, I don't really feel the need to delete Facebook because I don't go on it that often. I don't really care about it. Um, whereas for me, something like Instagram, that's the one I love and hate the most. Like I've got low self-esteem from looking at some of the stuff on there. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of 50-50. And I have deleted some of the accounts that made me feel like that or unfollowed them, sorry. Because I was thinking, why am I looking at this each day? It's making me feel bad. And that's not on them. That's on me for following them in the first place. Yeah, I think you've definitely done the right thing by unfollowing people that or their accounts that are making you feel bad. Because if social media makes you feel bad, there's something wrong there. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, it shouldn't make you feel like that. For me, it's more seeing like so-and-so's put a new blog post up or, you know, they've posted a picture every day and I'm thinking, well, I, I don't feel like I've got that much content at the moment or I'm not feeling very creative. I'm not on the ball with uh, creating content that regularly. And it makes me feel under pressure. And Twitter does that as well to me massively. I find them the two most stressful, but the two I enjoy the most. So it's kind of a love-hate thing with them social media can make you feel like you've got to be go 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 all the time and if you're sort of just relaxing it's almost like you're you're failing and it's you're not being productive but i think sometimes you just need to remember that having some downtime and having some time away from it can actually be really really good for you yeah i mean i, I want to be people's biggest supporters i want to be looking at stuff and having that reaction of like oh god i'm so proud of them yeah they're doing amazing things and sometimes i do feel like that but honestly sometimes i don't and i want to feel like that and i beat myself up for the fact that i don't because i see yeah. the negative side of it and I, and I found myself doing it more often recently and i think it's like i say it's something that i put on myself and it's because at the moment i don't have time to do stuff i just do not have it in me to do it at the moment like there's so much going on that i I just cannot create the content that I want to create on a daily basis. And so I find that looking at other people's, I'm like, well, you're a full-time blogger, so of course you can do this. And well, I wish I could go and do that, but I've had to cancel this and because I'm going to the vets and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, oh God, Laura, just shut up. Like you're being so negative about things. And I've kind of recognized that it's not anything on them, but the fact that I'm having that reaction means that I need to do something about it for myself. Yeah, maybe when we get these negative feelings, it's a, it's a warning sign to us to, to have some time away from it and yeah. just be like, right, okay, I'm just not going to go on it for the rest of the day or two days or a week or two weeks. It doesn't matter. No one's going to tell you off if you have a break. Nothing's actually going to happen if you're not on it. I mean, I know I forget that sometimes. Um, my husband's always saying to me, it's not like a job where if you don't go on it, you're not going to get paid. Like nothing is going to happen. Just calm down. Cause I do get a bit stressed unnecessarily and it is ridiculous. And it, 
and it can ruin a whole day like feeling shitty and I've <laughs> it sounds ridiculous but I have been in tears before feeling stressed about social media and that's that's not a good thing that's not healthy no it's and not no one should feel like that but I think so many of us go through it and just don't want to say anything like I don't want to say oh I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm negatively looking at people's pictures and all that sort of thing but I kind of feel like I need to say it on here because probably other people feel the same but don't feel like they can say it sorry we've gone gone on a bit of a like negative spiral there but I think there are positives to using social media as well and I don't think we should get away from that um or forget about that it really can be a really like helpful and positive tool it's not all doom and gloom um, no. it's just knowing your limits with it I think yeah I think it's there's there's kind of a point where you get too absorbed in it all um and can't see the wood for the trees I mean I know certainly for me I I went on to social media heavy heavily at a time where I felt quite isolated and I was living in quite a rural location I was commuting to work but apart from that I wasn't really able to get out and see anyone because yeah. my, my job was so busy and so being able to go onto Twitter and just have a really random chat and a laugh with someone who might be halfway around the country from me but just suddenly have this random chat and just someone going oh I so get what you mean on that or like having a little rant when I'm when I'm um, on the tube and I'm like oh someone's just got on and coughed on my face and someone going oh my god that is disgusting and just those little social interactions yeah um, I think social media can be really positive in an awful lot of ways and it can connect people that otherwise wouldn't get that support in real life and also it can just be so fun sometimes I just get such a pure pleasure from creating gifts <laughs> <laughs> just finding the perfect gif you are like so good at that i'm going off on a tangent there but you are so good at it <laughs> see see and then that makes me feel good because you're saying you're so good at gifts and i'm like no you're so good at gifts and then we have an entire conversation in gifts where we try and like find the perfect one and we do and it's amazing <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast please send us gifts and be like just don't put anything just send us gifts and we'll know we'll know <laughs> i think one of the best things is when you sent me a whatsapp message just saying how do you find these gifts and i every time for about four days that i sent a gif i would then put another whatsapp with it to tell you what <laughs> keyword i searched for and i was like there's no science to this i just think of something and think well, that kind of describes the gif I want. And <laughs> nine times out of the ten, it works. It's very upsetting when you can't find the right gif. <laughs> Maybe uh, when I am feeling down and low, I should A, go to bed at ten o'clock and turn off everything and read. But if it's nine o'clock, I should just start a gif conversation with someone. <laughs> we should have a WhatsApp group called the gif room. Oh... <gasps> In fact, anyone listening to the podcast that send us, sends us a random GIF, it doesn't have to make any sense, put hashtag the GIF room. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> but yeah, so at that point though, I think that's quite a good place to wrap it up. Yes. Like we say, we're not completely putting social media in the bin because 
there's a reason we all use it. It can be so fun and so entertaining and just give quite a lot of pleasure. But at the same time, I think we all just sometimes need to just take a step back and say, is it ruining my life at the moment? Is there something mm. that I need to be doing to to make my life a bit better? And is social media actually having a good impact on it or not? And if it's not, just just put it down. Just walk away exactly. and take the time that you need. Yeah. And then it will be there when you come back and nothing will have happened. It's you know, it's not life or death. It is just social media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think all that's left to say is thank you for listening. Let us know your thoughts on this subject. Uh, do you think social media is ruining our life or do you think we're being very melodramatic? Maybe don't answer that, but just give us yeah. your own opinions on it. And uh, yeah, if you can give us a rating in iTunes or SoundCloud, we will love you forever uh, because it helps people to find us. And also it helps give us the bit of feedback that we need to, to help us to carry on. Uh, but for now, I think all that remains is for us to say cheers. You have been listening to the Prosecco Sessions with me, Kat Raymond and co-hosts Pippa Artis and Laura Chambers. If you love it, sub it. And if you enjoy the podcast, make sure to rate it five stars and share so others can find it. Thank you so much for listening and tune in to our next episode. Music